0: Welcome to the Talk Podcast. Recording live from the Outer Rim Studios, I am Ben. And I'm the Turtle. Turtle, good to be back.
1: Good to be back.
0: Uh, behind the mic and joining us uh, virtually uh, as a very special guest co-host, everybody, please welcome Jacob Greenwalt.
2: Woo! Heck yeah, Into man. Into the Dog, Outer I am...
0: Rim Studios, virtually. Uh, Jag, how are you doing?
2: I am. Honestly, I'm doing great, man. It's good to be here. Good to be a part of the show. Good to be back, man. I, I, it's It's been a while. Been a hot minute to you guys so much. yes yeah, it's been a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I was bit. about yeah. to say,
0: I mean, the last time I think that you were here was the bonus episode that we did uh, almost like a year ago.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah That was Good times Good times indeed It was a very
0: very good time uh, That song was Layla by Derek uh, And the Dominoes Fantastic song I actually <laughs> found that uh, on a classic rock playlist
3: Cause it is a Whoa. classic
0: um, <laughs> You know that was just Just kinda here and just kinda hanging out Um mm. So uh Jag, I've got a few uh questions uh for you. Well I got a I got one question for you. Um how did you feel? Uh I know you're a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan.
2: Oh oh by far, man, by far, yes sir. I know Lead Black and Gold. Yeah, yes. nice. <laughs> I, I,
0: I know you're a huge um Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And I was just I was just really wondering, how did you feel um seeing Ben Roethlisberger take his final snap at at home in Pittsburgh at, at Huntsville at
2: honestly man for me uh, it, was, it was beautiful to see that uh, just for him um, like he said in the interview to be able to take that last snap was such a great part which is awesome because at the end of the game like the end of the game was just going to be him you know on the sidelines and then the defense was just going to end the game But then all of a sudden that fumble recovery came up and we're like, and I remember him on the sideline just standing there going, wait, wait, what? What? Hold up. I got one last time. I got one last time. That's crazy. And so he got up there, man, and he did that last snap. And I mean, that was, that was great. And like he said, you know, that for a quarterback to end a game at a snap with a win at home is one of the greatest things for him and of course you know this isn't his last game but this is his last season and so that was that was great for his last game to be at home and to have a W and be able to snap it so it was it was beautiful all around
0: yeah it was it was a pretty emotional moment I'm I'm not a Steelers fan but I know that it was a very very important uh, step. For everybody in Steelers Steeler Nation to see Ben Roethlisberger take that final knee.
2: Oh, by far, man, by far.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah. so going into next season, where do you think uh, the mm. franchise goes from there without Ben Roethlisberger?
1: Man. Oh,
2: dude. Oh, f- what are I'm your new- thoughts, Jag? My man. My, my thoughts, what man. Thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, starting brand new is always hard. For a team to start brand new especially with the brand new quarterback but uh you know i just i don't know um i guess it's gonna be you know it, it'll be kind of rough the first you know first of the season starting out with a uh, new quarterback and everything and getting used to uh or being used to roethlisberger for so long and then having to change up everything and um, just the way the, the, the field is run, the field is looked at, the field is, is played, and how the players kind of develop that, min, uh, that uh, chemistry together. And, um, you know, with the receivers, I believe, because we have a couple of new receivers um, on the team, and I, I really like how we have that new receiver with a new quarterback coming up and to develop like a whole brand new chemistry between a quarterback and a receiver. So they've got their entire uh, NFL uh, career to build a relationship, kind of like Antonio Brown and Roethlisberger uh, did with Juju Smith, uh, Schuster and Roethlisberger and all of them had that time to develop that um, relationship. I think that'll happen with um, the new quarterback and that'll, that'll really help make uh, the team back to where it was with of course not back to where it was with Roethlisberger but um, to a degree you know what I mean so yeah.
0: well yeah it's always exciting it's always scary to get a new a new quarterback um, but it's very exciting to see where the Steelers are going to go so hopefully mm. uh, they'll do great next year um, are they are they in the hunt for the playoffs
2: um, yes I believe so um, I think these last two games uh, are kind of like the end of the season, just depending on what we do with these last two games. Uh, for me <laughs> specifically, I don't see us going to the playoffs, but um, but if we do, you know, kudos. If we don't, oh, well, you know, I'm not too uh, heartbroken about it or anything like that. Um, but, I mean, yeah, we're, we're in the hunt right now, so hopefully our last two games will, will go pretty well.
0: Yeah. Well, I hope so, too. Um, I will say that I am a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Uh, we're sitting at number two seed in the AFC uh, playoff picture. Uh, if we hadn't lost to Joe Burrow in Cincinnati last week, uh, we would still be number one. But, uh, you know, mm. to get yeah. beat by the Bengals is is, a, is a pouring salt in a wound. Um, I mean, if I
2: remember correctly, dude, you kicked our butts pretty hard. I mean, yeah. pretty daggum hard, too. It was like oh lord it i had to i had so much vaseline <laughs> and, um, by myself man <laughs> i was just pouring it on me because of the burns just coming <laughs> from that game yeah. It's it's like oh man it man was, i had so many tissues you know <laughs> man i tell you
0: we yeah we we played you guys pretty well um coming up this week last week in the season we have the denver broncos um mm. really hope the titans get beat by the texans and we beat the Broncos because then I think that would put us back to the number one seed in the playoff picture. And that would give us home field advantage and a bye going through the playoffs. But if not, I'll take a wild card and I'll take a championship title in Nashville for sure. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Jag. We're, we're glad yeah. that you're here.
2: Hey, thank you, my man. I appreciate it, man. I'm i I've always been loving to be on the show, man. It's, it's been one of my, my number one priorities, man. It's number one priorities.
0: Well, I tell you, um, you and Turtle are in the same place. Uh, I am in a different place. And it's <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny to... Um, I'm, I'm looking at you guys right now on the video call. And yeah. it's so funny um, just because usually it's me and Turtle in the same place and you are, are in a different place. But this time it's you two are in the same place and I'm in a different place. So, uh, Yeah, it's,
3: yeah it's, indeed. It's, it's, it's funny.
2: Um, Well,
0: without further um, ado, it's time for
2: that music, man. This
0: day in history, a turtle, what you got for us today?
2: Well, my good fine friend, y'all better sit back and relax because it's going to be good.
1: (laughs) Well, on this day, the recording of this podcast, January 6th. The biggest one on January 6th, the day of the recording of this podcast is in 1838. Ooh, 1830. January 6, 1838, Samuel Morris' telegraph system is demonstrated for the first time at the Speedwell Ironworks in Morristown, New Jersey. The telegraph, a device which used electrical impulses to transmit encoded messages over a wire, would eventually revolutionize long-distance communication, reaching the height of its popularity in the 1920s and 30s.
3: Hmm.
1: So the telegraph was demonstrated. Wow,
0: that's pretty cool.
1: Uh, January town, New Jersey. Wow, New wow, Jersey, the tele- tele-
2: tele- oh, Telegraph, oh, Telegraph, that's which send
1: could it, <clears throat> cause, you know, telegraph, you know, send it encoded messages over a wire. Did mm. so he, he had a it was little please forgive me, but you know, you see it in the movies and all westerns, of course, they're sitting there tapping. Yeah, yeah, tapping on that on that device. It's that's telegraph, so they're sitting there tapping, and there's a whole like code system. You know, somebody taps me in this letter, that letter, and so you can send a message through a wire. Huh? So, you, believe, so one, wasn't one,
0: it Morse code?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably why it was called Morse code, probably because cause, oh, interesting, because his last name yeah, Morse code because Samuel's last name is Morse, Samuel Morse. Hmm.
2: Wow, that's pretty cool. That's that's interesting. So,
1: uh, well, I mean, think about it, you know, before the telegraph, which I mean, they still use letters mainly, but think about it, you know, instead of having to wait for a letter to get all the way across the country, mm-hmm. if there was a wire, you could just, you know, telegraph somebody.
2: And just put it right on through. Right on through. Dude. And they re- could receive a coded message. Forget email, man. Forget dial up even, man. Yeah. We're going back to telegraph. To the telegraph. To the telegraph. Forget text messages, man.
1: That's the biggest (laughs) one on January sixth. But some fun ones we have in nineteen seventy five on January sixth. Wheel of Fortune premieres.
3: Oh man! What
2: Wheel of
1: Fortune? Fortune. You know, game game shows are not as big as they used to be, but they used to be really big in the seventies and eighties, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Wheel of Fortune premieres on January sixth, nineteen seventy five. Wow,
0: that's crazy.
3: Yeah.
1: Another kind of not not, not not well. This one's not so fun, but another kind of big one is uh, unfortunately the 26th president Theodore Roosevelt passes away on January 6,
0: 1919. Oh man! Oh, man. <clears throat> That's and,
2: crazy. That's a beautiful, beautiful picture you got up. There. Yeah, wheel of fortune. <laughs> wheel of fortune. We have. And then we got uh,
1: January 6, 1912. New Mexico joins the union.
3: Ooh.
2: State
1: New, wow. Me- New Mexico becomes the forty seventh state. 47. <clears throat> number forty seven. Ooh. Number forty seven.
2: Forty seven's a lucky number. 47 you Y'all don't know that. But
1: that's,
0: what, that's pretty what, good. What, well, is, also- what is lucky about forty seven?
2: i have no idea just that it just felt right <laughs> yeah, man. i don't know i just oh, <laughs> no, new daddy. mexican man all oh, you all new mexicans y'all are lucky down there uh <laughs> great man they are man it's a great great state i love it oh, never
1: been man. there but okay jack I, I, I hadn't I been to new there. mexico either really dog yeah, I, hadn't I had a, been, I, personally. You personally know, what's weird is that uh i i think new mexico might be the state a little I know the I know the least about
2: probably. Mm. All I know, is I, had was... I had a hand in there. I had a foot in Arizona. I had another foot in Utah, and then I had another hand in uh a... oh, oh,
1: so you you're at a point where all the states bordered each other. Yeah, I got you. Four corners. Oh, wow. Cool, cool. Four Show corners. Off, man. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding.
2: Well, uh, Let's see. We, also, you know, we on, have some uh, listeners
0: from New Mexico. Let's nice. See. Uh, nope. We yes. Don't.
2: Sorry oh <laughs> come on right. But, um, hey nobody we're gonna,
1: listens it's gonna
0: spice in New Mexico
1: that's spike. okay but uh 2001 Congress certifies George W Bush w- winner of 2000 elections
0: who you know that actually um that was a big thing because it was I, I believe uh because Al Gore won the pop popular vote correct um, but George Bush won the Electoral College vote. Hmm. Yep. Uh, similar to what happened in 2016 with Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton won the popular vote but Donald Trump won the Electoral College.
3: Correct. <laughs> yeah. Crazy.
1: Well, you know, that's uh, part of, I guess, the Electoral System, you know, that was established. Yeah. Uh, kind of, I guess, uh, a sense of... yeah. Wow. Which, moving on from... In 1798, ever heard of a man named Jedediah Smith, the I, frontiersman?
0: Yes, I have. Oh, well.
1: Wow. Well, on January 6, 1798, Jedediah Smith is born.
0: Well, happy birthday, Jedediah Smith.
1: Happy birthday, happy Jedediah birthday, Smith. Happy birthday, Jedediah. He was born as you know as one of America's greatest trapper explorers. He born in Bainbridge, New York. Wow.
0: Bainbridge. You know, that sounds like something you would hear in a horror movie.
1: Uh, yeah, that, or maybe like, a, like an old folk tale, you know?
3: Yeah.
1: Or in a Batman movie. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because of Bane.
2: <laughs> oh, this there is it my is. bridge. You better get off of my bridge. Watch out. die?
1: You might get your
2: back broke by Bane. Yeah.
0: You know, that's actually a pretty good uh, Bane impression. I'm impressed.
2: I was only. Or, you were only born in the darkness. <laughs> I was nearly molded, and I'm going to stop because I completely obliterated this. And okay. Every comic book fan that's is okay. going to that's kill okay. me. <laughs> that's
0: all right. Don't, I tried. Worry. Don't worry about it. You did good. Enough.
1: Well, anyways, that's January 6th. <laughs> that's, the, that's today, the recording of this podcast. And then, of course, the day this podcast will be published on air is January 7th. So, on January 7th, 1789, the first, speaking of presidential elections, the first U.S. presidential election will happen in January 7, 1789.
3: Wow. Mm. That's yeah, crazy.
1: Congress sets January 7, 1789 as the date by which states are required to choose electors for the country's first ever presidential election. A month a month later, a month later, on February 4th, George Washington was elected president by state electors and sworn into office on April 30th, 1789. Hmm. Man.
0: I miss George Washington. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> George Washington, the man that's on the dollar bill and the quarter, the first president of the United States. Such the, a nice guy, man. She you know it. what, instead
0: yeah. of saying, you know, hey, you got a dollar? You could say, "Hey, you got a George?"
1: Yeah, so I, I've, been, I've done that before. <laughs> Can I borrow a George? I've really? uh, when I when I worked at, when I was working, when I worked cash registers before, at, at, at you know, different jobs I've had. You know, I've been like, "Well, here's here's here, here's to Abraham Lincoln's back, you know.
2: <laughs> I have two fives. <laughs>
0: Yeah, here's two <laughs> Lincolns, two Jacksons. Now, don't give them two Franklins unless they
2: oh, hit the cash whoa, yeah, oh, there. whoa, 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 You might have to owe them money back. That's a, mm-hmm. that's called a loan right there.
0: And you know what you <laughs> never see hardly anymore is a, a $2 bills in Thomas Jefferson. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, $2 dollar bills.
2: That's true.
1: I don't think you have printed, printed any new ones, you know, uh, yeah. really in a, long, mm-hmm. in a while. Which uh, also... By the way, on January seventh, saying how I'm still in the Christmas mood myself, personally. Mm-hmm. On January seventh, we got a
2: Christmas tree in the background. Oh, we got it like, like, in the
4: background,
1: so still, 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 still,
2: still going on. It's staying up till July. So yeah, I mean. exactly. <laughs> um, All right, I'm, but I'm have to find new.
0: I'm gonna have to find new co-hosts.
3: Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's hey, January hey, 6th. get
2: out of here. Hey, Christmas what are you is talking over. About?
0: Okay, Christmas is over. I've already thrown not, my tree
2: I throw no,
3: much on out. Come oh, Come on. on. Yeah. But
2: uh where is your Christmas spirit? January seventh, 7, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Soul. Yeah. It
0: my my. you know where my Christmas spirit died at, Jag? What it died at Tell Walmart.
1: <laughs> it died at Walmart. <laughs> uh, sad day in America, folks. No, I'm uh. kidding. I love Walmart.
0: <laughs> Save money a little better. Walmart.
1: Walmart. <laughs> but uh January seventh, nineteen fifty. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is the number one song on the U.S. pop charts, baby. (laughs)
2: Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Number one song,
1: 1950, (laughs) January 7th. Catchy, catchy song, too. And uh, also, on another (laughs) kind of down note in 1999, but back to presidential elections, I guess, sing out. (laughs) In 1999, January 7th, (laughs) President Clinton's impeachment trial began.
3: Oh. Well, hey, Hillary!
0: Hillary oh, don't God. don't worry about it, Hillary. It's just an it's just a, a impeachment trial. Don't worry about it. okay. Uh, really I don't, okay, even, I don't even know that woman. I don't even know her. Uh, okay, <laughs> Hillary, it's okay. because well, anyway. I don't know her. I never seen her before.
1: <laughs> well, anyways, oh, uh, I don't care. Who. Uh, also, January seventh, seventeen eighty five. 1785, January 7th, two explorers cross the English Channel in a balloon. What? Yeah, Fr- a Frenchman, uh, Jean-Pierre, Jean-Pierre. Blanchard, I probably I butchered that Ooh, name. a boxer. And, <laughs> a American, and American John Jeffries traveled from Dover, England to Calais, France in a gas balloon becoming the first to cross the English Channel by air. Dog. Oh. so think about that in 1785 was the first time the English Channel by Air
0: can can you imagine what was his name
1: Uh, first the Frenchman the French gentleman was Jean-Pierre Blanchard Blanchard I can't butcher that name okay and and the other guy was an American John Jeffries
0: okay so John Jeffries and Jean-Pierre think about it they're sitting in London and they're like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna blow up a (laughs) massive balloon with and gas we're, gonna, we're gonna, with 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 gas and we're going to float we're going to fly across the English Channel
2: the oh, English yeah. Channel I mean what else can you do on a Sunday afternoon when you're bored out of your mind I mean, come 1785
3: on,
2: dude. 85. You I mean you say 85
1: cuz you that is incredible just like, Oh well well ch- we'll run across we'll the English Channel
2: here in a hot air balloon only powered by gas might as well, well. bud, let me drink my coffee, and uh, I'll get I'll get the uh, gas pump, and we'll be ready to He's go. He's probably
0: like, uh, hey, uh, Jeffries, uh, take, take <laughs> the coffee off the percolator. We're taking it with us a <laughs> <channel."> oh. <laughs> That was probably more Russian than it was French, but you get the point. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. You get the point. Don't ask me to do a
1: French, a French accent. It might come out Scottish. <laughs> oh. but, uh, yeah, but I was an incredible feat, 1785. Uh, Also on January 7th, uh, 1927, the Harlem Globetrotters play their first game.
0: Hmm. Those Globetrotters.
1: Yeah. January 7th, 1927, the Harlem Globetrotters basketball team travels 48 miles west from Chicago to play their first game in Hinckley, H-I-N-C-K-L-U-I, Illinois.
0: Hmm. All right.
1: Cool.
4: Coop, coop, coop. And what looks
1: like well, I hate to end on a down note, but this is kind of an interesting fact.
3: All right, January seventh,
1: nineteen fifty three, President Truman announces U.S. has developed the hydrogen bomb. <laughs> oh wow!
0: Well, there you go. Ended World <laughs> War Two.
1: Well, uh, well, I think that's the Man. atomic bomb. Oh, oh, the hydrogen. Okay. <laughs> This is a hydrogen bomb. It's a little bit different, I think. I don't know the technicalities. Of course, I, I don't know how to split atoms mm. or anything. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> either. bomb. Um,
0: <laughs> quick off topic. Actually, the
1: end. Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: Um, quick off topic, real quick. Um, have you guys watched Chernobyl on HBO Max?
1: I have not. No. I've heard about it, but I've not watched it. Uh-uh. it.
0: It is a very, very, very good series. Now I will say, it is rated TV MA. Oh wow! So Mercurier. don't watch nope, it. No,
2: that that's past my rating. My mom will no. I can't do it. Mom will say no. Can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Well, see, I, I can watch. PG thirteen is as far as I can. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm totally joking, guys.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I stopped about uh, triple. As tri- long as it's not oh tri- triple rated R.
2: <laughs> okay, triple rated. I'm okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure where you were going with that one. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was, was kind of holding on to my seat over here, like, okay. What are we...
2: yeah. I, was like, I was like, I'm going to get another cup of coffee. Well, see, uh, if, I, if I make a movie one day,
1: <laughs> it'll be called... See, we, ben, uh, ben and I have an idea about a movie called Defcon 5 for a long time now. Ooh, so I've we, heard we do. and This is good. And do. Defcon 5 uh, will be rated triple R. Oh. Uh, yeah, Def... Yeah.
0: Okay. In, uh, <laughs> you see, you see in, in Defcon 5, there's a lot of... We'll have to use that button a whole lot.
1: Because uh, um. hopefully my goal is to have Samuel L. Jackson in it event at some point. Oh, God. And I'm going to
2: go to town.
0: Yeah, just uh, just a bunch of, uh,
1: you know.
2: So is, is the movie about... Uh... <laughs> just a bunch just of that, essentially. Is it, is it about... Uh... Uh, deaf people who were no, there and like. Whoa, Jack. No, no, no. Oh, Good thing De- I
1: DEFCON. Gotcha. You see, like, the United States. I wasn't sure if it was
2: TH or, or DEFCON.
1: Oh, man, Jack. <laughs> DEFCON 5 means, like, that's the highest security level. Like, it's almost nuclear war, DEFCON 5.
2: Gotcha. Like okay. the
1: only time the United States government's been that close to DefCon Five is like when the Cuban Missile Crisis happened. Oh lordy, in Bay Ooh. of Pigs in 62-63. Mm-hmm. So that's the joke is that the, it's going to be this silly comedy action movie, and it's what we call DefCon mm-hmm. Five.
2: Ah, I gotcha, I gotcha. And I,
1: my, I want to in the movie, I, or I want there be my side, my one of my sidekicks will be uh, a gorilla named Samson.
2: Ooh, Gorilla warfare well see he's gonna be like an old Ooh, silverback gorilla mm-hmm.
1: and he'll be somewhat i like, can tell like he'll be trained to drive a church van yeah oh a church van. <laughs> yes because <we're, laughs> part of the movies that like, he's gonna steal a church man for me <laughs> and he'll be tra- and see seeing how he's a silverback gorilla full mm. grown he's a little bit older yeah he has the strength to hold up an m16 machine gun Oh wow! And by himself, oh, man. So he'll, he'll carry <laughs> like ammo belts around him. And he'll be able to shoot it, you know.
2: Yeah,
1: and, and his name was Samson, Samson, appropriately.
2: Samson, nice. You know, okay.
1: So Samson will drive the get the getaway van in the action film,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he'll also just mow move uh, mow things down with the uh, with the okay. machine gun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so folks, wow. basically, what we've done here is we've taken every which way but loose and Clint Eastwood, and we've merged oh, yes. it <laughs> okay, and yeah. we've merged it with Rambo <laughs> and we have yes, created Defcon essentially, 5
3: yeah.
1: The and, movie. that
0: uh, movie what was what was the monkey's name in Every Which Way But Loose Clyde
2: Clyde yeah his name was Clyde so we, Clyde. we, we have in taken
0: Clyde put him in Samson's body and given him an M60 machine gun and that's yes. all you need to know about it
1: <laughs> and he, he <laughs> man that's all you need to know that's just uh, that's part of it There'll be lots of uh, comedy, lots of fun. It's about a, be a road, just a road trip involved as well.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Big old mm. road trip uh, with lots of uh, explosions. Explosion. Uh, maybe Michael some, Bay. maybe some risque ladies as well. <clears throat> as, as of course,
2: as I do. <laughs> I'm a big announcer. y'all can't see me, but I'm giving Jeff the dad eye right now. I
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, um.
0: Well, and uh, on that note.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta live. Uh, you gotta. You gotta have some cheesecake every once in a while. You know?
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, moving on. Anyway. Anyways. Anyways <laughs> right side. That is it for this day in history, though. As wraps up this day in history, we cover January 6th, the day of recording this podcast, and we cover January 7th, the day this podcast will go on air and be published.
3: Mm-hmm. As always, yeah.
1: every, uh, as always, to all our listeners, remember, look up This in History. Best, easiest place to go to is... Historychannel.com You just Google This Ain't History and it'll, it'll bring it up. Always, always read history, folks. Read for it. For your enjoyment for things you didn't know and just read your history that way we can learn stay, learn from the past to build, a bre- the, to build a better present and future.
0: Well done, Turtle. Well done. Jeff
2: Reisner uh, for President 2023.
1: Uh, well, that's just, a turtle, my friend. I just friend. want everybody to
0: know that um, in preparing for this podcast this week, um, I discovered Upbeat, u p p com or dot io. Sorry, and it is basically it has a ton of different sound effects.
1: Nice, dude. Um, okay.
0: So I mean, there there are tons of different sound effects on here, and you don't know how much self control I have had to not push every single sound effect <laughs> at something that somebody says.
3: Go
1: <laughs> well, go
2: ahead have do it um, freely. Just go, um, man. Yeah.
0: But um you know Turtle, thank you once again um, for this day in history. It was great. Thank you.
3: Hey, you're Ooh. welcome.
0: Uh yes. So um <laughs> and another thing here, I guess uh, it's time for the word of the day and the word of the day of is the day. Of the day. Cerulean. Cerulean. Oh, ah, interesting.
3: Cerulean
0: means resembling the blue of the sky. Interesting. Mm. Um, The painting depicts autumnal autumnal trees bordering a cerulean lake. And another example
3: Mm.
0: Ah. uh, is, uh, quote, uh, to our left, as we made our way along the trail, was an expansive valley enclosed by the Cerulean heights of the Blue Ridge Mountains, a 550-mile <laughs> expanse of the Appalachian Mountains. So, folks, the word of the day for today is... Cerulean. Don't forget it.
3: That's a very Cerulean. fancy word. Very so, lovely word. So, you know, mm-hmm. next
0: time you're at a family gathering, uh, when all this uh, this pandemic is over... Or you know your cousin's birthday, or, or you just all have COVID, and you say, you know, we'll just all hang out together. Um, you know, I hope not, but just in case, just right? in, yeah, we don't want any, don't we don't want anyone to get COVID. But if you no, have no, it no, and you no, all no, decide no. to hang out as a family, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, or that, or maybe you have that very special girl in your life, and her hey. eyes are just really looking cerulean today. If you, if you if you comment her you comment on her eyes and tell her that her eyes are like Cerulean. You will be telling her that they resemble the blue of the sky, and that is a beauty that is unmatched.
3: Oh, <laughs> that's except good. in my life. Beautiful. beautiful, beautiful. Man.
0: Uh so I'm yeah, that's that's hear. the word of the day. Um cerulean.
2: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it. In. interesting. So, uh, interesting. Yep. resembling uh, so, the blue of the sky. Yep,
0: that's it. And uh, next up, it's uh, pop culture news. Uh, Turtle, what you got? Ooh. Pop culture news.
1: Pop culture news. Well, I'll just do a quick summary. Um, of course, unless you've been living under a uh, under a rock, and sorry, have to be rude, but I hope you've seen Spider Man No Way Home. <laughs> I hope, wait, hope everyone's seen Spider-Man: No Way Home. Wait, I, wait, I've seen it. What
2: movie? What? What is this? I don't. God,
3: oh,
1: quit, quit I don't, kidding around, Jack.
2: <laughs> we've seen. Oh, it Oh, that's the one with Tobey Maguire, or or not Tobey, but uh, oh,
1: uh, Andrew no. and to all of everybody. So, <laughs> spoil, spoil, sorry, spoilers right there. But hopefully, you have seen it. But uh, at this point, the internet has it's over everywhere on the internet. It 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 really
0: is. I mean, you can't. Hold it's it everywhere,
1: anywhere. But yeah, yeah, Spider-Man: No Way Home hit theaters December seventeenth, and uh, I got the chance to see it uh, that Thursday night. Thursday night at the premiere, Mm -hmm. and boy, I laughed, I cried. It's one of the best superhero films probably ever made. One of the best Spider-Man films ever made. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was.
0: It was. It was really good. It was. It was a really really good movie.
1: And of course, uh, TV show wise, uh, I need to catch up. But there's Hawkeye on Disney Plus that just finished up. I think wrapped up a little bit ago, mm-hmm. about a week or so ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there is I have watched both episodes, thankfully now of the Book of Boba Fett Ooh. on Disney Plus as well.
0: I am halfway through episode two. Nice. I haven't finished episode two because last night I had to wor- I had to work this morning, so I had to, you know, de- be responsible with my time, but. <laughs> <laughs> from what I from where I got to, the second episode is fantastic.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's I love the series. The series to me is very incredible, and Tamera, uh, Tim Morrison, the actor who plays Boba, I I'm very happy to see him back in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Very happy to see him as playing Boba Fett. Of course, he played Jango Fett in Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. and then they um they used his voice when the and uh, the special editions of Empire Strikes Back, you know, in Turn of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. He is Boba Fett. He fits his voice. with Boba Fett. I mean, I, of course, um, I love and appreciate Jeremy Bullock, the Brit- the British actor that that, that uh, was in the suit in Empire Strikes Back originally. First guy to wear the Boba Fett armor, Jeremy Bullock. He actually passed away last year. Around I think around the end of November of last year, 20, or not? Oh, year, Sorry. 2020 is when he passed away. I keep yeah. thinking 2021. It's still 2021, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, Jeremy Bullock passed away in yeah. 2020. I think roughly November 2020. And then uh, I think the original voice that did the voice for Boba Fett passed away, I think. It's been several years now that like the original voice, because, you know, Jeremy Bullock's voice, when they, um, it was another guy that did a voiceover yeah. for the lines that Boba had in perfect Back. But then, of course... But Tim Morrison played Django. Attack of the Clones. They went back and put Tim uh, Tim Morrison's voice in over, Empire Strikes Back over top. Oh, over that. Wow. So huh. cause, you know, because it, it, it was ADR initially. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the we, start, I've been waiting this for a long time. But the book of Boba Fett. Pe- people have been waiting forty years for mo- more Boba Fett. Out. You know, we've gotten plenty of comics. We've gotten some good novels. And thankfully, we got to see more of, y- of young Boba in the Clone Wars series, which mm-hmm. Daniel Logan played young kid Boba in Attack of the Clones. He came back to voice him in the Clone Wars series. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, they actually use spoiler warning, but they actually, you know, in some of the uh, Boba Fett flashbacks, we see the scene from Attack of the Clones where young Boba picks up Jango Fett's helmet. Oh,
3: yeah. You see
1: those scenes, which, by the way, all, of, all those shots we see, some of them are new. Mm-hmm. But they're they're new, but they're old, if you will, they weren't used when he picks up the helmet. The only no. shot that wasn't Daniel Logan, well, that's brand brand new, is when they do the close up of like where he's really like really close up of him looking at the helmet, right, like, very close up. That was like a brand brand new new shot with oh. with a different kid actor. But mm-hmm. we got to see some other angles from uh, that we didn't see in Attack of the Clones films. That was pretty incredible. Some cool information from. Uh, I believe I learned that from Rebel Force Radio, the best stars podcast out there. High <laughs> recommend them. I learned that from their Instagram page because uh, they have, because of course they've interviewed Daniel Logan, the friend of Daniel Logan, the actor Daniel Logan. Yeah. But uh man, Book of, Book of Fett it's everything I've ever wanted so far. And yeah. which really
0: good hey, podcast too, Re- Re- Rebel Force Radio.
1: Oh yes, great. I love them. Yeah. Uh but you have seen you did you see Ben the you you see seeing the Wookie right that showed up in Book of Boba Fett episode two uh, right
0: yes 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 I've gotten that far yeah.
1: I can't remember his name but that is a new character <laughs> that uh, appeared in some of the Marvel Star Wars comics from a few years ago actually really <laughs> and what's interesting is that that Wookie bounty hunter has fought Obi Wan Kenobi when he was on Tatooine in the and the Marvel comics actually oh
2: my gosh really
1: wow Yeah, he's fought over one kenobi on um, because during the time of one is on tatooine of course in that 19 year period is has you know, watching over luke mm-hmm. he's encountered yeah. him uh also darth vader has hired that bounty hunter along with boba fett uh because some of one of the darth vader series was taken uh, took place between a new hope and empire strikes back
3: mm-hmm. and yeah. vader hired
1: boba and that and that wookiee bounty hunter to go after luke I believe it was after, going after Luke, anyways, as well. So, he's been a recurring comic book character, and it's pretty incredible to see a, a really pretty good, uh, you know, new Star Wars character from the comics come to the, you know, live action, to the, to the, not the silver screen, you know, like the movie theater screen, but to the screen, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I think there's a lot of people now that are, um, that are really going to streaming services.
3: Yes. Yes, definitely. Um,
0: I mean, not to hate on movie theaters or anything, but, like, so I, I I subscribed to HBO Max.
3: And Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> um
0: so I was able to just wake up one day and I was just like, you know what? It was like probably two o'clock in the afternoon. I was like, I'm gonna watch the new Matrix movie. Why not? It's streaming on Why HBO not? Max for a month. Right. And I did it in the comfort of <laughs> my own home in my own <laughs> corner with my own glass of Milo's sweet tea and my own oh, yeah. microwave. Pop my own yes. popcorn. Watched Matrix Resurrections, didn't know what was happening for the first 30 45 minutes of the movie, but then it clicked, (laughs) which was a great movie, really was. So that's that's what
2: that that was one that my mom and dad, when they watched it, uh, they had told me there they said that you had to really definitely watch the previous movies in order to understand this new movie that came out, right? Was like because if you didn't, like you you would have been kind of a a little bit lost, lost. yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: uh, I mean, I was kind of lost too because I mean. I enjoyed the Matrix films. Uh, I hadn't seen them in a very long time, though, so I probably really mm-hmm. should have watched the first three before I watched four. But but oh well. I, I, but eventually, I, I kind of piece things together and kind of figure things out too. But it definitely, is something that you probably want to. I definitely need to watch the first three to watch this newest one. Yeah, and uh, it's fun, of course, to see. Keanu Reeves as John Wick meet Keanu Reeves as Neo, you know, yeah. an unstoppable <laughs> duo at that point. You know what I mean? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, that was a good, that was a good scene there.
1: But uh trying to th- uh, anything I see, of course, No Way Home, remember No Way Home, Hawkeye, Book of Boba Fett. We just talked about Matrix Four. That's uh. That's a bit, that's pretty, I think that's that's all the big kind of points of pop culture news right now so far. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, there there are some. I know there's some series coming up in 2022. Oh yeah, of course. Um, uh, but we can get to that. You know, as it gets closer, or you can go ahead. Right. Whatever you want to do. Well,
1: I, um, I'll go ahead and just briefly mention. Yeah, thank you for reminding yeah, me, for uh, sir Benton. But of course, we've got uh, Star Wars wise. We've got the Bad Batch season two. Coming to Disney Plus, oh, yeah. Bad Batch season two. Ready for my boys? Me and the boys are coming back. I'm ready for Bad Batch season two?
2: See where Omega's going. What's and, what's up with Omega? What's, what's up with Crosshair? Yeah, what's going to happen to Crosshair? It's, like, is he going to be good? Is he, he going to stay on that? You know, on that, the Empire? I don't know. Good question. I mean,
1: we'll have to wait and find out. Uh, go on. I, I definitely trust that Dave Filoni has all the answers. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Dave Straight Filoni, up. which uh, he walks onto the uh, set and says, "Hey, give me the script." Rewrites it, repens it. I'll briefly mention this. Sends it on its way.
1: Sends <laughs> it on its way. <laughs> Just... Which uh, speaking of Dave Jag, of course you're uh, a huge, awesome Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but I'm pretty yeah. sure that Dave Filoni, Dave Filoni is originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What? And his really? favorite football team is the Pittsburgh Steelers, of course, and his <laughs> favorite and his favorite hockey team is the Pittsburgh Penguins.
2: That's amazing.
1: So Dude, yeah, wow. I never.
2: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool so it's bruce a successful writer and except oh, exactly person. i mean for it's, for bound happen, it's, bound happen, right? it's bound to
3: happen it's
2: bound to happen right bound to happen um <laughs> then of course we should i believe we should have the
1: Obi wan kenobi series on disney plus oh yeah i mean ewan mcgregor's back a fan favorite uh actor in the franchise of all star wars you know one of my mm. personal favorites one kenobi favorite one fan favorite character of all means that should be epic and awesome. And they already teased in the concept art they released officially, which you can watch that little t- teaser. They kind of released on Disney plus,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, there's, there's going to be a rematch between Darth Vader and a one Kenobi. Yeah. It's good. It's in the, I'm surprised oh they released the concept gosh. art, but yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> yes. And it's uh, going to be directed by Deborah Chow. She directed some of the, some of the Mandalorian. Man. So it should be awesome. Dude. And, uh, trying to think of any uh, other upcoming series. That's that's kind of like upcoming Star Wars stuff we're excited for. Well, of course, Marvel movie wise, we'll have Doctor Strange Multiverse in May, of uh, Multiverse of Madness. Oh yeah. Then in July, I believe we'll have uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, and then in November it'll be a Wakanda, uh, Black Panther Two: Wakanda Forever. That'll be the three major Marvel films, and there mm. might there might be some other series. Debut in twenty twenty two. I don't know because we're working on some other Disney Plus series. Oh, mm-hmm. and also, I think cast more Star Wars. I think Cassian Andor. I think, I think that right. series yeah. will hit oh, hit next yeah. year too. Mm-hmm. The character from the character from Rogue One. So he's a he's a he's a spy for the rebellion. So it should be a lot of espionage and kind of like sabotage, kind of like thriller maybe per se. As he runs around getting information and blowing things up, maybe for you know that's true. Yeah, so that should be a fun <laughs> series as well.
0: Yeah, I think it'll I think that'll be a good series. Um really looking forward to seeing his story more than what we just got to see in Rogue One.
2: Right? Um, yeah,
1: definitely, definitely. Cuz all, all the characters in Rogue One were pretty awesome, but of course in the con- in the context of that movie, yeah. we only got to be with them a little a little a little bit, you know? Yeah. So uh, of course, we I mean, it's spoilers, I guess. That came out in 2016, but yeah, you know, this cuz you know, we we know for sure that this series will series will be a prequel to Rogue One because you know, with the with the ending of Rogue One, how it ends, mm-hmm. right? So we know this will be a prequel series, and uh, I think it's about wrap, wraps it up for pop culture news. Let's, uh, Jag you have anything?
2: Uh, personally, not not too much. Benton, no. you got anything else to add? I'm good. I'm
0: good, man. I think you covered it.
2: All right. Yeah. All right.
0: Oh, well, thank yeah. you, Turtle, for pop culture news. Well, let's get As into always. the main topic of discussion, Turtle. I will let you introduce what we're talking about
1: tonight. So, speaking of spider-man on, no way home <laughs> worked t- okay okay true believers as stan the man uh stan the man lee would say true believers uh we're talking about everyone's favorite web head everyone's favorite web slinger spidey himself the amazing spectacular sensational maybe even ultimate spider-man spider yeah
0: oh yeah
2: spider-man spider-man Spider-Man. from a web. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. Cuz he it. is a
3: Spider-Man. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: or something like that. I don't know. Close, close enough. <laughs> I'm close enough. Jack, yeah, it's okay. Close enough. I got a B plus for that effort. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll, just, <laughs> I'll
0: just tell you guys that uh, you know the internet. It has to catch up with your what you say sometimes. So I, it, I think it completely missed all that. But continue.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's all. That's
0: that's the one no. bad thing. About doing a video call into the into you. the Outer Rim Studios is that sometimes the internet in the Outer Rim Studios is not the best, and we have that's to really right. catch up. But It's okay. Did you
1: did you, uh, did you hear me introduce yes. the topic?
2: Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, we heard that. We just well, didn't hear Jag sing.
2: And <laughs> hey, that's probably a good thing. That's so. oh, it's okay. <laughs>
1: Um, well, um, Spider-Man, everyone's favorite, like I said, Webhead, the old Webhead himself, Peter Parker, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, or Peter Porker. Peter Parker, Spider. I'm sorry, go ahead, sir.
0: I said, or Peter Porker,
1: or, oh, or 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 if you're in that universe where the Marvel heroes are animal themed, Peter Porker, and the Spectacular Spider Ham, or even Gwen Stacy, Spider Gwen, or Spider Woman, or that changed her name recently to Ghost Spider.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know.
0: There, yeah. Because what, we, what we've done is we've cracked into the multiverse.
2: The and multiverse. And the different
0: dimensions that are in the multiverse. And, well, you know, that.
2: There you go. There, there was that. That was the other movie that was coming out in Pop Culture News. Oh,
3: that's was, right. Uh, One
2: more as uh, the sequel to Enter the Spider
1: Verse. It's going to be called Across the Spider Verse. Yeah. I like As we that. follow up with the
2: uh, Miles Morales. Yeah. See his story and where he's going, man. Cool. With uh, the famous, if you've seen the trailer, the famous Spider-Man 2099. Yep, Spider-Man 2099. He was in the end credit scene for Into the Spider-Verse and he's
1: going to be a, looks like going be a bigger, prominent role mm-hmm. and across the Spider-Verse. And I'm very excited about Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, Peter Parker, the, the amazing Spider-Man, or spectacular, or sensational, or like I said, maybe even ultimate depending on what adjective or maybe even adg- adjective lists when it's just you know no adjective just spider-man but of course we all know that the amazing spider-man is his main adjective that was the first ongoing series amazing spider-man which uh peter parker the amazing spider-man first debuted in an amazing fantasy f- issue 15 in 1962 mm. which makes i believe he debuted in 1962 this year is 2022 Yep, the old webhead has been around for sixty years. This year is the 60th anniversary. Wow! For Spider Man, he's been around for sixty years now. That's
0: that's pretty. It's pretty cool.
1: I didn't know that. So before. I mean, I, now as we know, like, uh, if you know your Marvel history, uh, the Marvel Comics became Marvel Comics essentially. Marvel started out as Timely in the 40s. They were called Atlas Comics in the 50s, but a little book called Fantastic Four debuted in 1961. And that was the birth of Marvel Comics, essentially, them becoming the name Marvel Comics and the title of the Marvel Superheroes debuting. And that was 61. Then following, the next one, from my understanding, would be Spider-Man and Amazing Fantasy 15, which at the time, Amazing Fantasy was a series that featured just more fantastic, pretty much more monster stories. Mm -hmm. Uh, At the time, in the 50s, uh, monsters were big and popular. So, of course, Comics, uh, you know, take usually take popular things in films and things, and mm-hmm. try to make you know comics about it to sell books, right? Mm-hmm. So monsters were a big. Thing. And Stanley's boss, Martin Good, publisher Martin Goodman, was going to cancel the series Amazing Fantasy. Well, Stan had had this idea, which getting into more details, of course, involving Jack Kirby. Uh, having a similar character named Spider Man kind of ahead uh, before that as well. But they wanted to do uh, another superhero character because Fantastic Four had done so well previously already. And uh, he went to Jack. Jack drew, you know, an image of Spider Man. But Jack's style was very amazing and heroic and, uh, and just awesome. He said, maybe uh, we need to do something. Uh, you know, it wasn't the right feel for Spidey necessarily with Jack's amazing, just explosive, incredible, superheroic uh, pencils. So he went to good old Steve Ditko. S- Steve, you know, re- his, his artwork really makes Peter look more like an average everyday, just regular skinny kid, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, Stanley and Steve got, got together. They make Amazing Fantasy 15, because you know, the book was going to get cancelled anyway, so they were like, do whatever you want to with the last issue. Yeah. And they did, and then when the returns came back on the sales. It was a huge, of course. It was a huge hit, biggest, biggest superhero almost. almost so yeah, and then uh, accordingly, seeing how that was a huge hit, they gave the old Webhead his own title, The Amazing Spider-Man. So not too long after that, you have The Amazing Spider-Man issue number one.
0: Well, you, well, you know, you have to use. when it when it blows up like that, you have to give him that title, and you have to give him his own comic series.
1: Of mm. course. Well, that's oh, one yeah. thing that helped uh, set the Marvel characters kind of pa- apart from the DC characters is that if you notice. Most of their com uh, their their series was always had an adjective, like you know the, the Fantastic Hulk. Four, Hulk. the Incredible Hulk, the Amazing Spider Man, the Mighty Thor, the Mighty Avengers. You know the Uncanny X Men. You know everyone had an adjective because on the on a newsstand that kind of helps st- you know stand out, perk part. things up, stand out. Yeah, you it's know? all the you know,
0: marketing technique.
1: And, right. s- and stand was. Stan was a great marketer. He was a great salesman. That was one thing for sure. You can say is that he was a a really good marketer and a great salesman. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, he was one of the best.
1: The man, which, uh, which, by the way, Stan the man, if he had been alive this year, he was born in 1922. So Stan the man would have turned 100 this year. Oh my goodness! He would have been 100 years old.
0: Wow. You know. What one thing that I love about Stan Lee is his cameos.
4: Oh, of oh, course, yeah. his cameos! <laughs>
0: All the Marvel movies. <laughs> y- you can go on YouTube. You can find a whole like compilation YouTube yeah. video, yeah, com- of compilation of Steve or, or Steve Stan Lee's cameos. And but I'm a Simpsons fan.
3: I oh, love like yes, the course. Simpsons.
0: Yes. Um, and he did a cameo in season thirteen, episode eighteen of The Simpsons. What? <laughs> That's when my when, favorite, when, my when young That's my Bart <laughs> when young Bart Simpson uh goes to the comic book store. Of course. <laughs> and um it's it's about two minutes, you know, give or take. And if it's okay with you guys, I would like to listen in.
2: I'll go ahead and play Do it. Do it. Okay.
0: All right. I'm going to mute myself, and then I'm going to play it. So here we go.
4: Here we go. Here we go. This comic strip is lame and derivative. I'll be the judge of that. Oh, wait. Stan Lee. Creator of Marvel Comics? Greetings, true believers. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, my heart is pounding like Thor's hammer on Dr. Doom's titanium-infused faceplate. Hey, aren't you the guy who was stalking Linda Carter? The term is courting. (laughs) Restraining order says no, no. But her eyes say yes, yes. Let's see what you've got, son. (gasps) My spidey sense is tingling. It's that good? Whoa, (laughs) did I say spidey? I meant stinky. Nuff said. What did I do wrong? I don't know. Try everything. Now hold on, comic book guy. This boy's still finding his voice.
2: So you're saying I should keep trying?
4: Absolutely. And if you fail, you can always open a comic book store. Stan Lee insulted me. But in Bizarro World, that means he likes me. My week-long dream has
2: come true.
4: Hold it, son. Wouldn't you rather have an exciting action figure?
3: Ah, but only Batman fits in my Batmobile.
4: Are you nuts? The thing fits in there perfectly. Look, he's fitting right
3: now. <laughs>
4: Stan Lee came back? Stan Lee never left. And I'm starting to think that his mind is no longer in mint condition.
3: Ah! Ha <laughs> ha! You broke my Batmobile!
4: Broke? Or made it better?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Look! It's the Incredible Hulk! <laughs>
4: he can't be the Hulk! I'm the Hulk!
3: Oh
4: please, you couldn't even change into Bill Bixby. Come on, damn it, change! Ah, oh, forget it. Mm -mm 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 -mm. i really did it once yes yes i just wish you had the power to leave my store Mm
3: -hmm.
0: really good scene there from the simpsons
3: (laughs) indeed (laughs) wow it
2: got me excited i haven't seen that episode i'm like oh my gosh stanley turns into the incredible hulk i can't wait to see this hell. yeah (laughs) I,
3: I'm not even thinking, I was like oh my
2: goodness it's
1: definitely mm-hmm. one of my top almost my favorite stanley cameo honestly because <laughs> i love how he's like bart makes it like a comic strip presents as a comic book guy and he's pretty much comic book guy you know it's like oh this is garbage and he's saying like, oh wait give the kid a break he's like my spice sense is tingling he's like nope my stinky sense is you know sorry <laughs> yep. he's like keep trying kid um, and he's like if he and if you don't ever if, if you, you never see just, just open at that, a comic open book a comic store. store you know <laughs> and I love how of course he he puts the X-Men comic in fr- over the Superman comic of course
2: mm.
1: being the salesman that he is right he puts the X-Men comic in front of the Superman comic puts the Marvel book in front of the DC book and of course, then of course the, the other kid I can't remember that one kid's name goes to school of art but he has a Batmobile he wants to buy a Batman action figure for the Batmobile he's like Wouldn't you rather have an exciting action figure? The thing, and of course he just smashes the thing into the Batmobile and breaks the Batmobile.
3: (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious! Like I,
1: I love that cameo. It's 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 hysterical. Yeah, it's really
0: good. Stan Lee has got a lot of good cameos. Um, He really does. Really think about it. There's there's several uh, that are really really good, and that's, that's probably one of my favorite ones.
1: Another really good one is uh, from Infinity War. Mm-hmm. When yeah. uh, he, Peter Parker, you know, like the ship comes down with Thanos's, you know, Black Order, and they're after Doctor Strange's Time Gym or Time mm-hmm. Stone. And uh, when that's happening, we cut to, you know, you have, you have Iron Man, uh, Doctor Strange, Wong, and Bruce Banner. And of course, uh, we cut to a school bus, and who's on the school bus is Peter Parker. And his Spider-Sense goes off. And then, of course, who's driving the school bus? It's Stan the man himself driving the school bus. And, of course, he's like, hey, do you kids ever seen a spaceship before? (laughs) You know, it's just just a wonderful cameo. That's one of my favorites, too, honestly, right there. And then another great cameo, even though the movie is not that necessarily just all-around fantastic, but the first Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. A great cameo, though, is when... Uh, young Matt Murdoch, uh, I think he's already blind at, the, at, at this point in the movie, but Stan Lee is about, to, is about to cross the street, and he he, keep, he puts his up. Uh, uh, Matt Murdoch puts out his his walking stick, puts it out in front of Stanley to you know keep him from walking as the car comes by. That's a great cameo too, actually. That gets a great cameo as well. <laughs> oh man, it cracks me up though. Which uh, speaking of the old webhead as well, uh, do you have the uh, uh oh Sir Benton, do you have the the clip from the uh, the sixties Spider Man cartoon theme song?
0: Um, I have the um, I have the Simpsons spider pig. All right. Uh which is I guess the parody of it. <clears throat> Give me a few seconds. Yeah, I'll find that's- it for
1: you. That's a Simpsons parody. We can play we can, we mean, by all means we'll play play that as well. That's a Simpsons parody of it, of course. Of course, the Simpsons and Simpsons movie did Spider Pig. And of course, Marvel Comics has Spider Ham, Peter Porker, spectacular Spider Ham. Oh man. This uh this is this theme song out of all the 60s Spider-Man uh, of all the 60s Marvel cartoons. This is the one that had the best theme song that everyone knows.
0: Okay, I think I got it this time. Let's see here.
1: In color,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Spider Man, Spider Man does whatever a spider can. A Any size catches thieves, just like guys Look out, here comes the Spider-Man Is he strong? Blitz and mud He's got radioactive blood Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead Hey there, there goes the Spider-Man In the chill of night At the scene of crime Like a stream just in time Spider-Man, Spider-Man Friendly Action his reward to Life is a great
0: Wherever there's a you find That was pretty good
1: Classic! Wow. Yeah, I mean that was what 1967, I believe. So that's that theme uh, song yes, has I so. been everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's been out for a while. Uh, this is my favorite version of that song <laughs> oh, God. from The Simpsons. It's Spider Pig.
2: Uh,
3: Spider pig.
2: here we go. Oh, wait.
3: I
0: didn't tell you the best part. He loves the environment. Oh, wait. I still didn't tell you the best part.
3: He's got an Irish brogue. No, 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 wait, wait. I still didn't tell you the best part. He's not imaginary. (laughs) Oh, honey, that's great.
4: But the very best thing
3: (laughs) is that he listens to you because nothing means more than for a man to... How did the pig tracks get on the ceiling? Spider pig. Spider pig does whatever a spider pig does can he swing from a web no we can't he's a pig
2: look out he is a spider pig <laughs>
0: oh that's funny
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh my god can
0: he swing from the web. From the oh, web. And we can't He's no, a pig. a pick spider pick pig. Out for spider Here pig. comes a spider pig. But who awesome, but, you know, only the Simpsons could predict that spider that there would be a spider pig. Peter Porker, the yep. spectacular spider
1: ham. A spectacular spider ham.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: I, I just I just want to encourage everybody that if you don't think the Simpsons predict the future. Then you just need to go watch some, <laughs> watch some of their TV episodes. You can watch it on Disney. <laughs> they, do. It's they, it's crazy, yeah. they do, and they are crazy. They do, crazy,
1: absolutely mm-hmm.
0: insane. Which, uh... uh term, that, let me ask that, you this I, question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I I I think Spider Man may be one of your, if not, it's your all time favorite superhero.
1: Well, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty high up there, you know. Um, I love I love a lot of superhero characters. Um, I, f- I follow mainly, mm-hmm. you know, different creative people, the, the writers and artists that I think really bring these characters to life, you know. Because mm-hmm. um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you look at even just Spider Man's sixty year history, and there's been ups and downs. Certain uh, creators have done better stories than others, you know. Mm-hmm. Some not so good. Uh, so it just all depends. But yeah, really like. Spider Man definitely is one of my favorites of all time, and he definitely has withstood the test of time, mm-hmm. and and will continue to will continue to go be always a popular, you know, character of, of super of superheroes and fiction in general. Yeah, you know, because I um go ahead. So what what
0: what? How can you relate? How does Spider Man relate to you?
1: Oh man, good question. You know, <laughs> it's I, a loaded I think, question. Uh, very loaded question because he. <laughs> I, that's the beauty of it, you know. Oh, really? I've seen interviews with Stan, and really, kind of unintentionally, you know, like you think about it, what's kind of happened? And, I've, and there's a, there's another artist uh, named Alex Ross that's uh, been he's been and Alex Ross has been in comics since you know since the late '80s, early early '90s. You know, as yeah. I also mentioned this too is that with with Spidey and his mask being completely covered, you know, c- covering his face, you know pretty much the idea that any, anyone can be him, you know, any, anyone can be in that, in that, you know, whoever they are um, can fit, if you'll be that character essentially, right? Everyone yeah. has imagined, I think everyone almost probably has imagined the web swinging as a kid. If you get introduced to Spider-Man, in some form of fashion, you know, whether it be a comic or the multiple animated series or the, or the multiple action films. Mm-hmm. But I think with uh, everyone can, re- everyone, including me can relate because, you know, I, I have a term called the Parker luck, and uh, usually, if something goes uh, haywire or goes wrong, I always refer to the Parker Luck. Mm-hmm. Oh, poor Pete! Usually can't catch a break. A lot of times, like a lot, a lot of us, in life usually we even though we're we're on the grind and we're working and we're, you know, either at work trying to do our best, or we're in school trying to do our best, or what, or whatever you know, whatever age from age six to age thirty-six and beyond. Mm-hmm. However, however old uh, older young you are. Uh, a lot of times, some things usually just you, 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 if you're a regular everyday folk, you, you sometimes things you, you draw a short straw per se. You know, true, true. And uh, that's one thing about Peter Parker and about Spider Man is that he always it's it's always had And what what really separated the Marvel characters initially too is that they always had regular everyday problems. Especially him, mm-hmm. he was a 16 year old kid. You know that was. Wasn't a, key, wasn't a popular kid. was popular kid in school. That's, that's, that's a lot of us, right? We, we weren't popular kids in school, right? That's, uh, that's that's most of us, right? And which is fine, and that's why he's so relatable. He's trying to go survive high school, which high school is usually a very not so loving environment most of the time. Unfortunately, you know, it's a in, very in, in scary life. place. It really is a very scary place because you're when you're a teenager, you're really trying to find yourself. You know, that's mm-hmm. that, that's really the journey. A lot of us begin on when we really try to ask those big questions. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Yeah. usually those questions—it's tough mm-hmm. for anyone of any uh, any, any background of if, from if any kind. It's tough for everyone, anyone. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, Peter Parker, the stories that Stan did, and stories that Steve Ditko did, and the stories that are you know m- multiple many creators, you know, writers and artists and so forth have done through the past sixty years. You know, the main idea is that even though. Uh, You might have the Parker luck and draw a short straw, and maybe you don't, you know, get that job or get that school, or maybe you're, you know, even struggling by just to to make ends meet. You know, uh, one thing, it's always a recurring theme with Peter and Spider-Man is that he always ends up doing the right thing regardless, though. Mm -hmm. That's inspired multiple countless people, you know, of all ages, which is why the character continues to shine like this, you know, beacon of hope you know throughout why, why is there you know been 60 years of comics why there has been there multiple animated series why has there been you know how many films now there's been eight films now yeah three to three toby mcguire two andrew and three tom holland Yeah, it's true eight solo spider-man films and
2: probably going to be a, a ninth one yeah if they go farther from no way home we'll probably probably three more you
1: yeah. know so it's oh, true yeah so as we hopefully we continue with Tom following Tom Holland's adventures and, and as a live action Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And believe me, there's still there's still many more comics being published and will <laughs> we'll be published. That's he's one character that's always been popular in comics and always will have comics published of him. Was that everyone loves him and everyone always is imagined to be web swinging around New York, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. saving the day, one web swing at a time, right? Mm-hmm. And actually I want to read uh, I have here the Amazing Spider-Man Omnibus Volume One. This collects about the, the first forty or so issues of, of Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the Dick Code drawn issues are in this collection here, and I want to read the Ford. All right, and uh, one of my one of my favorite books actually is it's a for a forward by Stan the Man himself, and this forward um, is a he wrote this Ford back in nineteen eighty nine. So here it is, <clears throat> the title of this Ford is is it was the mags last issue anyway by stan lee uh poor spotty he was almost never born now if that doesn't catch your interest i'll never write another intro <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to remember all the arguments that were used to convince me not to feature our friendly neighborhood wall crawler in his own series but just to give you an idea here are some of them so this is him arguing kind of like with the, his boss i believe uh from my understanding, martin goodman the publisher right and uh there's there, he's saying that uh, his boss is saying you can't name a hero spider-man because people hate spiders I'm
3: which people lie. do in yeah. fact yeah.
1: most people oh, yeah. hate spiders you yeah. know and another another point that his boss would make was that you can't feature a teenager as a superhero teenagers can only be sidekicks spotty was Ooh. a teenager when the series started see that was a big thing is that if you notice the marvel universe there's not really any sidekicks whatsoever
0: the, yeah, well, that's true.
1: The only mm-hmm. one that was a teenage sidekick was uh, only one is Bucky. Bucky. That's the only one. Hmm. Because uh, most of you, most of the all the are always DC characters. You know, like Robin, hmm. uh, Green Arrow, Green Arrow had Speedy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. First time breaking new ground. Uh, another uh, reason his boss would say, you can't give a hero so many problems. Readers won't think he's a rogue enough. Which, you know, that was what his boss was saying. Of course, that that point is totally, totally wrong as we come. of course, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't have a hero who isn't big and glamorous and handsome. Peter was just just your average nerdy type of student in those days. Mm -hmm. So they're saying that if a hero's not glamorous and handsome, then he can't be a hero. Another just, you know, also a case a point proven wrong as well you know as we know yeah and you can't have a hero whose aunt may is oh as always uh, <laughs> ner- uh you know can't have a hero whose aunt may is always taking care of him you know Why? um it's She's not macho enough. May
0: into the bus and run her over <clears throat>
1: exactly yeah, yeah. oh whoa there it is oh, oh, whoa, yeah.
0: that was so, that was intense that so was just,
1: tough so and that is so just so just all the all the points from all those points are been obliterated and proven wrong over because you know 60 years. 60 years later you know definitely uh, definitely you know he's obviously <clears throat> a great guy right and, and so uh, stan goes on to write well, well i guess that gives you the idea sort of reminds me of, of the bumblebee you know they say the Bumblebee can't possibly fly because he's designed all wrong Aerodynamically, yeah, I don't know if you know people. People know, but they technically a bumblebee is not supposed to fly. Huh? A bumblebee? Really?
3: That's
1: yeah. I've I've always just, I've always heard that actually. I now now g- Google it. Do this. I don't know the science behind it, but I've always heard that that a bumblebee technically aerodynamically is not it can't logically fly, but it does. Oh, wow,
0: that's crazy. That's crazy. I, I don't think I've ever heard that before. But um, you've heard that? Yeah. I believe I, my, I my my do some dad, research on that. That's. That's, that's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I think my dad was the first person to tell me that. And I've always heard that term. A bumblebee's not supposed to fly, but it does fly. Hmm. That's crazy. So, um, <clears throat> Stan goes on the ride. The only thing is never tell that to a bee, you know? <laughs> never tell a bee can't fly because it's flying anyways, you know? It'll prove you wrong uh, every time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it'll prove you wrong every time. You'll, you'll lose that debate every time. Every time. You, you know, will That's lose. one debate you'll lose
2: every single time.
1: Every but uh, hey,
2: time. <laughs> every single.
1: But the stand goes <laughs> on to write, "Hey, maybe I should have called him Bumblebee Man, you know, uh, j- as a joke." He, go, he goes on. He goes on the right now. Nah, I figure shooting webs is more exciting than making than making honey. But I'm bummed, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I agree with that. So, and it goes on to say, anyway, Steve Ditko and I chose not to listen to the voices of doom. And we just went right along and turned Spidey loose on a comic book called Amazing Fantasy, an issue that was dated August 1962, which means it, it probably went on. Happens, But the way publishing works, especially with comics and magazines, I don't know, I saw I hadn't cracked the code. Mm-hmm. But if a book comes out like in the spring of, like say May or April of a year, and may be titled like it may say it may come out April of '60s or April of 2022. Mm-hmm. But the cover date might say like July 2022. I have always done it.
2: That's yeah, weird. Yeah. That's so like even though
1: it come, I don't know why. But anyways, uh, and it's, well, Stan says it's for reasons too convoluted for anyone to understand. That's what Stan mm-hmm. says here. So I'll just, I'll just, I'll just trust what Stan says there and just go with it. You know, (laughs) Um, of course, even that wasn't easy. You see that by the end of 62, the powers that be still hadn't okayed me creating a series based on Spider-Man, but I had, I had an out. We were about to discontinue our amazing fantasy series. That meant nobody would care what stories I put in it because it would be the last issue anyways. Mm -hmm. I can see the light coming in your eyes. You guessed it. It was a perfect opportunity to make sure the world would would be spideless no longer. <laughs> <laughs> and if that, uh, and, and if it weren't, uh, if we, <clears throat> a, little, a little, Sorry, tongue twister. And if, and if we were, and if the powers that be were right, the strip, and the strip failed, so what? You know, so Amazing Fantasy was the series that Marvel was doing at the time. Well, you know, and it was going to uh, get canceled anyway. So they were like, you know,
0: we might as well this just and just whatever happens, yeah,
1: Spider Man in the comic.
0: Yeah, and just whatever happens, it, you know, happens.
1: Yeah. If it, if it fails, it fails. No big deal, you know?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You really have nothing to lose at that point.
1: So, yes.
0: Uh, yeah, sure.
1: As, as Stan goes on to say, well, not only did Old Webhead not fail, but the final issue of Amazing Fantasy with Spidey on the cover proved to be our biggest seller of the year.
0: It's amazing. Man. You know, actually, I, I was um, I found a Time Magazine special edition, and the the title of the special edition is the story of Spider Man. Uh, oh, nice! I, I read oh. on the cover that it's being displayed um, mm-hmm. until January, I believe, the twenty fourth of this of twenty twenty two. So this month you can get it to the twenty fourth. Uh, it's in Walmart stores. Uh, just look at the magazine racks. Um, but it was really interesting, and it talked about uh, Turtle, what you're mentioning. With the um, you know, with the Amazing Fantasy series, and when Spider Man came out, and it, it it really does a good job breaks it down from the comic book, uh, to the television series, and then into the movie franchise. So mm. it was it was a really good read.
1: Wow, huh. Incredible. Uh, check it out. Check, check, check that out. Definitely, for, I believe $14.99? Not bad. What? Not, Not bad, bad for a magazine. Which I, Which uh, as Stan goes on here <clears throat> to say. Naturally, as soon as we saw the sales figures, he was given his own magazine, his own series, The Amazing Spider-Man, the world's favorite wall crawler who, who who violated every rule of comic book publishing history, became the most popular superhero in all of comic bookdom. And the more unique and more offbeat we made him, the more his popularity grew, which ought to tell you something. But up till now, I've been extremely uh, direct in granting Steve Ditko but a single mention. However. It's only because I was saving the best for last. Without the amazing artistry and superb story sense of sturdy Stevie Stan Stan by the way always gave everyone nicknames mm. you know uh, as it does. Yeah. Spidey would be like a hamburger without ketchup. Hmm. Cool. Or, or Rambo without a snarl.
3: Okay. Oh gosh.
0: <laughs> now I will say my my wife would all well we'll argue uh, the hamburger Uh, without ketchup. She does not like ketchup, so she would argue that. um,
1: Wow. I see. I see. Yes, yes. Interesting. But uh, that's interesting.
0: (laughs) A hamburger without ketchup. Can you believe (laughs) it, folks? You get a Big Mac, okay? You go to McDonald's, you go to the drive-thru, you order a Big Mac, and you get a Big Mac with no Big Mac sauce. How preposterous (laughs) to order a Big Big Mac Mac and to not get the special sauce.
1: Like getting a, that is Wendy's.
0: supposed to come on the Big Mac with, with
1: the sauce because yeah. you ordered a Big, a Big Mac. Mac. A Big Mac. Sorry, it's like going to Wendy's tangent. And I, I apologize, but That's it had to be said. Uh
0: oh, there it is. It Had to be said for a second. It's good.
1: <laughs> but um, okay, it's back. As uh, Stan goes on to say, ha, as Stan <laughs> goes on to say, uh, if ever there was a perfect artist and co-plotter for our amazing arachnid. It had to be dazzling, Mr. D. He I means Mister. You know, short for Mister Ditko. His layouts and draw, his layouts cool. and drawings with a T.
2: Set the what? Because <laughs> it's spelled D I T K O T K O, isn't it? Yes. Yay!
3: Yes. Uh,
2: Ditko with the I- I thought you said with a T. Yeah.
1: D I T K O yeah, D like Steve right. first name last name Steve Dicko.
0: it sounds like Ditko but, but
2: Steve Ditko
0: never mind I'm sorry right Jack up, I'm, Steve my head. I'm sorry
3: <laughs> Went over my head folks but anyway did you get it did, did I, you, just, at least I think least, my internet cut
0: out when you guys were talking about that so <laughs> oh, um, I, it's like
2: the internet knows it's like that's oh, all good, but anyways. yeah I
0: have uh probably probably the last twenty. Uh, th- 30 minutes of the podcast I've been really battling the internet um, I'll oh, be sitting here <clears throat> I'll be listening to you and then all of a sudden your face is freeze and it says internet connection unstable and I'm like you're going to be stable <laughs> I like no you will be stable and you come back but continue but
3: it,
1: anyways <laughs> that, well oh, man. As a, <laughs> uh, where was I at? oh so his layouts and drawings set the unique illustrative style for the strip. A style that would last for many years to come. A style that made Spidey utterly distinctive among comic strip creations. His sense of pacing, his flair for action scenes, and his ability to make the most outlandish situations look totally believable. After he had drawn them, gave their early Spider-Man stories an imp- impetuous that helped keep them rolling into the ver- <clears throat> until this very day. You know, even though Spidey is over a quarter century old, which this was written, written in 1987, I'm sorry, is when it was written, 87, not the 89, forward, 87.
0: The foreword is written in 1987?
1: Yes, the for, foreword is written in 1987.
0: <clears> oh. oh, so wow, that's it's, older than I am.
1: Yeah, <laughs> older crazy. than all of us. That's true. Yeah, have all of us. Uh,
0: yeah, Praise the Lord, we're still younger.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, for now. So at, at that time, he was he was 25 years old at that time. Uh, it seemed that his career was still beginning. Even now, as I, as I write these wondrous words, a feature film of his exploits is being prepped in Hollywood. So, by the way, they they were wanting to do a Spider-Man movie ever since the '80s. Wow! Like
0: they
1: like they had done some live-action TV specials that were like TV movies in the '70s mm-hmm. with Spider-Man. Yeah, uh, and he appeared. I don't know if you ever heard of the Electric Company. It was uh, oh, it was old. Mm-hmm. It was a children's program. Children's program show.
3: Mm-hmm. He
1: appeared there in live action. Mm-hmm. Action made. Yeah. By the way, yeah. before we got a Spider-Man movie in America, even though there was the live action TV special movies that came out just on television, they did it the, in Japan. I don't know the story behind why or, or how or the rights mm-hmm. got put in Japan. They made a, a live action Spider-Man in Japan.
0: Japan. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yes. Well, you know, Japan's a very beautiful country.
1: Oh it is mm-hmm. oh, Well of course in Japanese fashion though This Spider-Man could call down a giant robot From space
3: Oh wow that's cool
1: <laughs> So oh, imagine yeah, like a, pa- oh, a, a that was beautiful. Imagine like a Power Rangers Megazord like robot And Spidey had this, awesome. had this He, he had this <laughs> He had this wrist device oh, he, my could, God. He, could, like, <laughs> he could call down the robot and Of course he fought giant monsters too oh, Alright podcast
0: is over uh, just want Thank you guys for listening. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I'm totally kidding. But after after what? Yeah, go ahead. I'm done.
1: But well, anyways, sorry. So they uh, even back in in, in eighty seven years, right before mm. the they're working on a film. Which, by the way, I don't know the full story. You can go on YouTube and find videos about it. But James Cameron actually w- w- had a Spider Man script mm. written in the nineties, but it never came to be. Of course, James Cameron, of course, is famous for directing Terminator, Terminator 2, The Titanic, mm. Avatar, the movie Avatar, and countless other films. That's his biggest ones there. But yeah, for a long time, he had a script for a Spider Man film, that never never came to be. That's crazy. Wow. Huh.
0: Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The first Spider Man movie would be uh, the 2002 Spider Man with Tobey Maguire. Correct. Right. Directed by Raimi, and, and yes, and William Defoe. Correct. As Green Goblin. Correct. And then, of course, we get Spider-Man 2 and 3, then The Amazing Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Spider-Man Far From Home, Spider-Man No Way Home, and then whatever else is yet to come.
1: Right, after, whatever's in the yeah. future, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, by the way, too, all, all people don't realize that Stan Lee, well, Stan Lee stopped writing uh, monthly comic books in 1971, actually,
3: mm-hmm. because
1: he moved, he moved up the ladder and leader in leadership at, at Marvel, mm-hmm. I think at one point it was the editor in chief, and at one point he became he actually became a publisher at one point, I believe. Oh. Could be could be wrong. You know, factor There
0: goes that so, internet he,
1: again. And uh, because he moved, moved up to eventually, but for a long time though, there was a Spider-Man newspaper strip,
3: mm-hmm. mm.
1: and of course. Newspapers used to be the way to go to get information and in news. And that was, you know, it, and if you had a comic strip in the papers, that was a big deal back you know, for a long time. It was a big deal. But he, he goes on to say here in this board is the internationally syndicated comic strip exploits. Or, I'm sorry. The internationally syndicated comic strip is appearing in more than 500 newspapers throughout the world. Mm, wow. that, was a big, wow. that was a big deal. That's back crazy.
3: Then.
1: And but Stan would go on to continue to write the, the, the uh, comic strip. And Honestly, wow. Um, let's see here. And there are presently four best-selling comic books that features exploits each and every month. So at this time, there were four Spider-Man titles. There was, I believe, there was amazing. Of course, there was spectacular. There was Web of, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the fourth one. Honestly, I'm sorry. There's there was four. It might have been Sensational, or it might have been Marvel Team Up.
0: Sensational so, sounds pretty good.
1: I, I, well, I know Sensational was a series, but I can't remember when that series started. But I know the ma- the big three was Amazing, Spectacular, and Web of Spider-Man. That was the big three anyways there
3: mm-hmm.
1: at, at this time in 87. And Marvel Team-Up was pretty much another Spider-Man title because Marvel Team-Up... And Marvel Team-Up might have ended by this point, but Marvel Team-Up lasted a long time. And pretty much it was, it was called Marvel, Marvel Team-Up, but essentially it was like Spider-Man and another Marvel hero and I, and and that was just that was it. it every issue, it was be Spider Man like the Thing, Spider Man and the Human Torch, Spider Man and Iron Fist, Spider Man and Nightcrawler, Spider Man and Wolverine, Spider Man and the Hulk, Spider Man. You know, so forth. It would pretty much was just be Spider Man with another character. And and, and Mer- dinosaur. Well, I think, I, think, like I think that was in that Spidey series <laughs> yeah. like you, that you looked up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's from, from about 2015. which That's a really good series, too. It's a very fun series.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but anyways, uh, right, right, right up before it here. Where was that? Oh. Angus <clears> 4. <throat> <clears throat> future titles at this time, appearances he makes in almost every title Marvel publishes. Mm -hmm. Not bad for a guy named After after Interactive that everyone hates, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I could go on and on, and it probably seems to you as if I will, but I think we could both spend our time to better advantage reading the yarns that are waiting for you up front. We have a whole parcel of delicious damsels, vile villains, and sensational supporting actors. Ready to, th- to thrill and delight you. Stan loaded alliteration, by the way. If you can't tell, you know, like you know, Peter Parker alliteration, which you know, first the first uh, letter of the first word, same as the second, well, first word letter of the second word mm. alliteration. Ooh. Oh wow, Peter Parker, Reed Richards, Bruce Banner, huh. all you know, all liter- liter- that's a, a litter of names. Nice. And it's why he says, he says, del- he says, delicious damsels, vile villains, and sensational supporting not just adjectives i'm sorry but like any mm-hmm. names You're like peter parker that's alliteration yeah reed yeah.
2: richards bruce banner so cool. Uh, the poeticness of his of his <clears> writings is just shown i mean throughout his entire history and like,
1: the the best character that he really got to shine um a lot of poetic writing was the silver surfer actually really they, uh, mm-hmm. he really he really dove into a lot. The surfer is a very like philosophical character,
3: mm-hmm. so
1: he really dove into like the Shakespearean type of po- more poetry mm-hmm. stuff with still a surfer.
3: Mm.
1: That's some more poetic stuff, yeah. uh, definitely. But anyways he finally he, to finish off this Ford he says, "So keep the webs untangled, O true believer, and never forget: with great power, there come must on. also come great responsibility." S- and then he, go, he of course he writes off Excelsior, signed Stan Lee.
0: 1987. That's amazing. Wow. That was a uh, that was a good forward. Um, a lot of stuff that I I would have never thought about Spider Man uh, until hearing that forward. So that was wonderful. That was truly uh, fantastic. Um, if it's okay with you guys, I'd like to give Jag the final word before we the wrap final words. We'll, we'll, I'll give Jag the final word. Uh, uh, then we can go back to Turtle for a final man, word. I appreciate it. Uh, then we can wrap it up. If you guys man, want
2: to. Well. Dude, I, I I'm I'm not sure what to say. I'm I'm an awestruck. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I just I just want to say, man, I'm I'm excited to be on the show again and be a part of you guys and be a part of this amazing amazing uh, duo that we have right here in yeah. the in the Outer room Studios, you know. And mm-hmm. and uh, of course, I I personally am not in the Outer room Studios, but it's it's all good. That place is yeah, are part of the fam, Jack? It's very, okay, of course. Oh, man, yeah. family oriented.
1: Yeah. You <laughs> like Vin Diesel says
2: family oh yeah you, you are
1: family.
0: always welcome on this podcast and once hey. we can do it we will get together all three of us in the outer rim studios and we'll roll with it
2: oh dude heck yeah man heck to the yeah <laughs> maternal man what, you, what else you got man what you well, got man? uh mm-hmm. make me make me cry final Tears, words or, you know Tear, tier. <laughs> t- uh, tear oh, <laughs> t- yeah, a jerk, or tear a tear,
3: tear out
1: of Well, as we, so, I mean, really, we just we just barely scratched the surface of Spider-Man and this. You know, we were just wanting to do it in general, in depth, just about the character, and that forward pretty much gives you a good synopsis about the history of the character. Co-plotter, these stories. And you know, even though Peter, of course, is swinging around these fantastical adventures, he's really an an everyday guy that just wants to, you know, work to get, you know, get get that job to work, to get the girl right, to the girl he likes, whether it be Gwen Stacy or Mary Jane or, or Black Cat, which I I personally like Black Cat (laughs) Brown, but
3: but, uh, on there, damn
1: boy, oh boy, but uh, you know. Or whatever, or whatever time period you're, you know, whatever era Spider-Man you're reading, depending on what era you're in, you know, different depending because at you know, one point in time, he was married to Mary Jane, right?
0: Yeah, that is true. He was.
1: Which, yeah. That's, that's, but uh, what really is amazing about the character, I guess pun intended, you know, amazing, <laughs> is <laughs> that uh, he inspires myself and so many people, you know, boy, you know, men and women, mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. to keep, always do better that despite maybe maybe you have a sense of loss a sense of you know maybe nothing ever can go right is the is the, is the, is the dream the idea that you know to, to keep striving to do better regardless you know mm-hmm. even though that you may face uh, maybe you won't face adversaries like the lizard or the chameleon or Dr. Doom even or car- Venom or Carnage or uh, craving the or, or Craven the Hunter. Maybe you won't see a guy just you know wearing a lion skin and, and you know coming at you. Mm. You know, as, that's from Russia. Yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe you won't fight uh, <laughs> a fight against a green uh, you know a, a green goblin on a fly on a glider throwing pumpkin bombs at you. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, those all can be you know allegories for different uh, you know different uh, obstacles in life. Essentially, that's that's the way I look at it. this is that, you know, it's just an allegory for obstacles in life. Mm-hmm. You know. As Peter balances you know being Spider-Man with being Peter Parker you know you know make you know uh, balances friendships trying to balance his, his his love romantic relationships and balances life and trying to make a few dollars of course you know and as, as well trying to help everyone that he can at the same time
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah despite yeah. even you know losing the one father figure he had uncle, uncle mm-hmm. Ben Because you know that's that's the thing. The movie, then with Tom Holland and Iron Man, that's great. The movies kind of do it a little differently, but really at the end of the day, with Peter, you know, you think about it, he really in the comics he really did never had. I mean, he's had, uh, he's been on teams, he's been. He actually been on Fantastic Four. You know, mm-hmm. he's been on the uh, Avengers. He actually, for a short time, was a was a. He's been a professor at the Xavier School for gifted
3: youngsters. What? what? Yeah, he, he was. Yeah.
1: A, oh my gosh. For, for a short, very short time, he wow. he was a teacher at uh, the Xavier School. Even you know. Wow. So I, I personally, thought I, I, that's a great idea. Really, mm-hmm. but really, at the end of the day, um, the idea is that he really didn't have a, a mentor or a figure to really guide him. And what's inspiring about him, and for me personally, because I I've never had like a direct, uh, I've had some good people in my life who do a lot of great things. I'm very appreciative of that. But unfortunately, I've never had a direct mentor, a direct physical father figure myself mm-hmm. to guide me. So I've unfortunately I've had to learn a lot of things, unfortunately the hard way a lot of times. And Peter Peter goes through the same, has through the same walks. He's had to learn a lot of things the hard way as, we, as he stumbles and falls. And we sometimes we do because we're human beings, we fall so- short.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
1: the, th- the, the the moral story is though is even though you may fall short because it is going I mean not to sound rude and negative but it is going to happen.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But the thing
1: is what I have had to learn too in life is not not to let it you know grind you to a halt and stop.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But you have to like you know if you if you will you have to suit back up and keep web swinging anyways regardless. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the the winds out of your sails per se but you don't want to web swing anymore. But at the end of the day that's what you need to do. Because mm. you know, even though it's it's been said over and over again, but really the, the, the you know the line with great power comes great responsibility. Like if you have the ability to help someone, you have to strive for to do that, to be that person, to do that, and and to keep going. Maybe you don't have you know a family that helps take care of you. Maybe you are on your own. Maybe you're with a single parent that can't really make ends meet, that can't really su- suffice and, and provide for you, unfortunately. So you have to really work hard on your own to take care of yourself. I encourage everyone just to keep going to keep keep on web swinging if you can don't ever stop mm-hmm. just keep on swinging because you know there might be a lot of down moments and down times but you have to get back up mm-hmm. yeah. I, that's my i mean i can ha- i mean it's, it's easier said than done mm-hmm. but i just encourage everyone to keep on web swinging and keep on going that's regardless right. what, man, of what any obstacles you may face and that's
2: that's my i mean i could go on and on <laughs> um, i'm gonna just say man if there's not there is <clears> not a, a dry i listening to this podcast yeah. right now like <laughs> if you're not crying there's something very wrong with oh, you. Man. I, very, I very much appreciate you my friend and that was, very, that was
0: uh, very very, very and, heartfelt and,
2: and you know <laughs> that
1: was wow that was very strong man well thank you and that's i could go on and on honestly there's a lot more we we can get into with spider-man and his history of villains history of stories his ups and downs but that's my final words there uh jack hmm
2: Yeah, very good, man. I
0: tell you, I tell you what, we'll have to do another podcast um, over Spider Man because, like you said, there's a lot of content. Um, Yeah, sixty
2: years of
1: content, really. (laughs) Yeah,
0: sixty years of content, and it's really hard to try to dig into it uh, in an hour and a half time frame.
3: Right, Uh, that's true. Yeah,
0: but uh, but gentlemen, it's always a pleasure uh, co-hosting with you guys. I wish we could all be together. Uh, in the Outer Rim Studios, but that day will come.
2: It will come. It'll come, Um, man. It'll be there. And it'll be a glorious day, too. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it will be. (laughs) Uh, Wrapping up Season 2, this is the last episode of Season 2 of the Talk Podcast. Uh, Season 3 will kick off at the end of the month as we celebrate one year of the Talk Podcast.
1: One year. Wow. One Uh, year.
0: We've got something very special planned. Uh, We will... Announce that uh, via our Facebook page at a later uh, date closer to that one-year anniversary. Um, uh, Jag, thanks for coming on the
2: the podcast. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, thank you very much, man. Jag. Thank you for having Always me. Always a pleasure, my
1: friend. I'm it, very much thankful and glad to have you here. It thank was you, a pleasure. Thank you. I'm
2: uh, very very, you. very happy to be here.
0: Thank you to my internet for holding up this entire <laughs> this
2: entire <laughs> hour and a half. <gasps> <clears throat> yeah.
3: Well, thank you, Ben's great. Internet. Yes, thank you,
2: thank you,
0: Loretta Tell All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. so it's exciting stuff coming. Uh, we'll have to all get in the Outer Rim Studios for that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Jag, uh, uh, listeners, everybody that's out there listening to my list, check out uh, Jag's podcast, Fireside Talks. It's a yes, great please, podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's me. available on all major platforms wherever you get your podcast. Uh, check that out. Also, like our page on Facebook, The Talk Podcast. Um, you can listen to us wherever you get your podcast: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Castbox, Radio Public, Stitcher, uh, TuneIn, Radio, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. Uh, and I guess that's that's it. So signing off yeah. from the Outer Rim Studios in an undisclosed location. I am Ben. I'm a turtle. And I'm Jag. And we wish you a Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year! Peace and blessings, and may that Spidey sense tingle nonstop. And
2: See you, you later, folks. <laughs> yeah. Keep on swinging, guys. Keep on swinging.
0: See ya.